0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dirty Blondes. All right. So if you didn't know, we are in the middle of Mercury retrograde that started on January 14th. For those of you who don't know what retrograde is, all of the planets in astrology have regular occurring retrograde periods, and each of them shake up our lives and teach us cosmic lessons in their own and unique ways. In astrology, retrogrades are believed to signify a period of review, reassessment, and reimagining in the areas of life that are ruled by that planet. This is because planetary retrograde periods are known for causing confusion, revisions, and blasts from the past. For me, the blasts from the past are typically very unwelcome from ex-flings or fuck buddies that were once part of my life. So if you've heard from an ex-partner recently, that is probably the reason why. And if you have the urge to text someone out of the blue that you haven't spoke to in a while, please put your phone down and just go play outside for a little bit until this shit's over, okay? (laughs) All right, so what exactly is a retrograde? A retrograde is technically an optical illusion that occurs when a planet's orbit aligns with ours in just the right way. Planets don't actually break the laws of physics and reverse their orbit, it just looks like they're slowing down and moving backwards from our vantage point here on Earth. It's similar to the way that when you're in a moving vehicle and a car in the lane next to you might appear to move backwards momentarily when the speed and timing is just right. But even though retrogrades in astronomy may refer to an optical illusion, in astrology the effects of these transits are considered to be very real. Each of the planets in astrology rules over different parts of our lives. So it's within those parts of our life that we'll experience effects while the planets are backspinning. So Mercury rules communication, travel, and technology. So this helps us transmit messages by controlling what we say and how we process what we hear from others. During a Mercury retrograde period, it's important to be extremely careful with our language. Double-check text messages, emails, and DMs, and take the time to carefully explain your intentions. Typos and miscommunications are bound to happen. When it comes to technology, Mercury Retrograde may be to blame for massive electronic meltdowns. I have tried to record this episode so many times and so many things keep happening. Like the program that I record this in keeps shutting off or my mic keeps getting disconnected. It's fucking ridiculous. And also, if you're going to be traveling during this time as well, build in time for delays, cancellations, and wrong turns because that happens as well typically during this time. And last, but certainly not least... We can always expect people from the past, including former past lovers, to reemerge during Mercury retrograde. Since Mercury went retrograde, I've had over a dozen guys either directly reach out to me or stalk my social media when they unfollowed me or even blocked me months ago. And I'm not talking recent guys that things fizzled out with in the last couple months. I'm talking guys I haven't spoken to in close to a year or more. And honestly, part of me gets a little bit of a high when a number that I haven't saved in my phone texts me and is like, hey, baby, or hey, how have you been? And look, part of me is definitely a little flattered because it's just an extra feather in my cap. And who doesn't like a little bit more attention? But at the same time, I'm like, "Ugh, who the fuck is rising from the dead to bother me now with some fucking bullshit? (laughs) Luckily, I know someone who pays for a been verified account, so I can reverse look up the phone number and try to figure out who it is. But even if I can figure out who the number belongs to, I love to be a bitch and just keep people humble by responding with a who is this or I don't know who this is because I just like to play this little game and it just makes me laugh because a lot of times, honestly, most of them won't respond when I'm like, who is this? Because they just obviously, you know, they're... Tail is now between their legs and they don't want to respond. But quite frankly, if you're not going to text me for over six months and we haven't even met yet, it's very bold of you to assume I would even remember you or still have you saved in my phone. I have some loose rules when it comes to keeping contacts in my phone. I hate hoarding anything. So I'm constantly cleaning out closets and throwing out shit in my house that I have no use for, even if it's perfectly fine and functional. If I don't have immediate use for it, then in the trash it goes. And I do the same thing with the contacts in my phone. I only have 135 contacts in my phone at this moment. So I'm constantly clearing out old text messages and people who don't serve me a purpose anymore, especially with the guys who I haven't even met in person and the conversation died. I'm not going to chase someone to keep a conversation going just to have someone to talk to throughout the day. Situations like that don't typically add anything to my life. So it's just one more person that I have to worry about responding to throughout the day. I was just telling my therapist the other day how once certain chapters in my life close, whether it's high school and college or moving on to a different job or a fling or relationship ending, whatever it is, I just keep it moving and I don't look back. I don't like living in the past and resurrecting relationships that don't need to be. I'm continually changing and evolving as a person, so I just like to take things for what they're worth at that point in my life and just keep moving forward. I've casually dated a few guys in the last couple years where things were going well, but they would eventually hit me with the, hey, I've met someone else that I'm more interested in or I've met someone that I'm more compatible with or whatever the reasoning is. And I'm like, all right, great. Good for you. Best of luck. You know, hope everything works out. And look, sometimes it stings a bit depending on how into the guy I was. But at that point, there's nothing I can do. So I just suck it up and keep it moving. But I hate when those same guys come back months or years later to check in and see how I am. I've explained to so many of them that once I become an option, I'm no longer interested. I have done too much work on myself and I have too much self-respect to have someone come crawling back to rekindle something when they weren't 100% interested enough in the first place. I refuse to be a plan B or a backup plan. I feel like the media and Hollywood have romanticized these long lost love situations like The Notebook and people fall a victim to wanting some type of fairy tale ending like that. When in reality, these people that are reaching out to you after months or years are probably just bored and sent a hey, how are you text to like 10 different people because we all know if you throw enough shit at the wall, something's eventually going to stick. Now, if you really have a strong urge to contact someone after a really long period of time, especially if it's someone you've had absolutely no contact with in months, and I mean no watching of the Instagram stories or liking posts or anything like that, then please put a little more effort into the text messages that you send. Getting a random hey text message is so minimal that it's literally insulting. Like it's just there's no there's no reason that you should just be sending hey to someone that you haven't spoke to in six months or a year. So here are some examples of text messages that I've received from guys that I haven't heard from in a while, and I'm going to rate them for you guys and tell you what I like and don't like about them. So this first example, this guy said, hey, we haven't talked in a while. How are you? So I'm reading this a three out of 10 because I didn't know who it was and I had to figure it out. And once I did figure out who it was, I remembered why the conversation died in the first place because it was boring as fuck. So at least he had acknowledged that it had been a while since we talked, but there was really no reason that he should have reached out in the first place because the conversation wasn't going that well from the start. And now he's trying to like rekindle something for for nothing because we never even met. All right, this next example is from a guy who I haven't spoken to in probably about a year. The backstory is we had talked on and off for a while, eventually hooked up, and that was kind of it. There were no hard feelings or ghosting. We just mutually didn't reach back out to each other. I thought he was a nice guy, but he was definitely way more spiritual than me, so I didn't necessarily think that we were a great match anyways. So he texted me the other day and he said, hey, Stephanie, it's so-and-so. Not sure if you have my number saved or if you remember me, but I wanted to get together sometime soon. Now, while I chose not to respond to him because I don't think that we're compatible and I just don't, you know, I don't need to reopen this closed part of my life. I thought that this was a really great text message. So I'm reading this text message eight out of 10 because he told me who he was. He's not assuming that I remember him and he's expressing interest to actually see each other in person. All right. This next example is from a guy that I was dating probably like three years ago. He ended it with me because he was dating someone else at the same time and he wanted to move forward with a relationship with her instead. So I wished him the best and that was kind of it. So they've broke up since then, and he's been on and off my radar here and there in the last two years because he's tried to interact via Instagram and Hinge. But I'm honestly not really biting because one, I'm not going to be a backup plan, like I said. And two, he sent me a video of him naked in the shower on Snapchat when I know that he was still with his girlfriend. And I'm just kind of like turned off by the whole situation. And it's like, From the social media stalking that I've done, it seems like they're still like friendly. So I don't really know what the fuck's going on, but I'm not trying to get involved in any of that because it just seems like a massive fucking headache. So in any case, he recently texted me, hey, Stephanie, it's so-and-so. What's been up? How have you been? I'm rating this a 5 out of 10 because at least he said who he was and he added a little bit of spice to the standard, how are you? And this last example is my favorite example. Hey... And this hay is not just a normal hay. It's hay with two Ys instead of one. So I'm reading this one a zero out of 10. (laughs) So this is from a guy that I met once, like six months ago. And it was a terrible encounter. I was not into him at all. And he was getting me mixed up with other girls that he was talking to. And then he claimed to have a brain injury and bad memory. But I don't know if I fully believe it. Because there was things that he was remembering about me. But... In any case, regardless if he actually had a brain injury or was just fucking lying, I don't really know. I don't really care. We weren't compatible because of many other things besides that. So the day after we had met in person, he had hit me up and I flat out told him that I just wasn't interested. I didn't see it going anywhere and I wished him luck on a search. So now six months later, here we are and all he said is, hey, so zero out of 10, actually negative one out of 10. I'm going to, I'm going to change that rating because that is just ridiculous. So my advice to you is to wait until Mercury retrograde ends next month. And if you really need to text someone after months or years of last speaking with them, then please put a little bit of extra thought into the message and at least acknowledge who you are, because it's, like I said, it's very bold of you to assume that people are going to remember you, especially when you haven't made any effort in the interim. All right, guys, that wraps up this episode. As always, go follow me on Instagram at Dirty Blondes Pod. Click the link in my bio if you'd like to submit any questions you have or need advice on anything. You can also check out Promescent. They're giving all of my listeners 15% off with the code Dirty15. So definitely check them out if you're running low on condoms, massage oil, you need some delay spray to make your sexual encounters last a little bit longer anything you need, they have you covered. So definitely check them out. It's promescent and the code is dirty 15 for 15% off your purchase. Also, if you can spare a few seconds, please head over to Apple and Spotify and rate me five stars. I would really, really appreciate it. And yeah, that's it. I hope you guys have a great weekend and I'll talk to you soon. All right. Love you. Bye.